listener production. Which sectors are falling most post-Tuesday's surprise rate hike? And find out how we're tracking this week. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's Thursday the 8th of June. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Laura, we had three days of gains heading into this week. We had a rate hike on Tuesday. The market just keeps dropping. That's right, Stevie. It does keep dropping. And we didn't do so well today, unfortunately. As you mentioned, we've had a fairly rough week so far. Today was no exception. We saw the market down by 18 points or a quarter of 1% to 7,099. So on Monday, we had a good day. We were up Mm -hmm. by 1%, but we reversed all of those gains on Tuesday when the Reserve Bank handed down its 12th interest rate decision in just over a year. It's been downhill since then. Our market's on track to fall for the third straight week. We're two-thirds of a percent lower for the week with just one day to go. So not such a great start to June. I'm very surprised, Laura, because generally you are the optimist. Usually I am. Silver lining in all of this. But uh, let let me... Please, enlighten us. All right. Yes, we've had three days of losses in a row. Mm -hmm. But basically all we've done is we've wiped out the gains of the prior three days. Mm -hmm. So we're basically only at roughly a one-week low, which isn't too bad, but... Having said all this, I think we are still feeling the effects of that rate hike on Tuesday, and that's why we've gone on this losing streak, or at least it's played a pretty big part. Yeah, definitely. And we've seen that come out in our sectors today as well. So we saw the only bright spot, or one of the one of the main bright spots, was energy and mining stocks. They were the standout after lifting commodity prices. On the other end of the spectrum, we've seen the tech sector falling heavily. They were down close to 4%, but just last month, they lifted around 11% over the course of the month. So the falls that we saw today, that was after we saw falls on Wall Street in tech stocks as well. Real estate stocks fell sharply too, and retail stocks just kept falling today. And that's because they're quite sensitive to interest rate hikes. So we had some pretty big gains from tech last month, as we've been discussing recently, but we're seeing a bit of a reversal of that at the moment. So stocks like Zero did quite poorly in the property space, we had Stockland dropping back, REA Group doing quite poorly. That's the group behind realestate.com.au. So each rate hike that we get from here after 12 that we've already had since May last year is going to make things more difficult for the Aussie economy. And another group that's really struggled, those retailers, they've fallen roughly 7% in a month and about 20% lower over the past 18 months, which is when we started really talking of interest rate hikes before we even got a rate hike. So that's kind of when we saw a decline. So fast fashion jewelry retailer LaVisa, 5% lower today. It's 30% lower since late April. And LaVisa is a company that has been growing very aggressively. So it opened almost 90 stores in six months. It has 700 stores in 30 countries. And also betting group Adairs, down in the order of 30% in five days. And then Baby Bunting has lost a third of its share price just this week. So all of those two have warned of lower sales. And yeah, as you mentioned, we've really been hearing from all the retailers saying that sales have been sluggish. Even Baby Bunting the other day, they said they had this big promotional event, which usually goes well, but unfortunately it didn't go so well. Same story across most of our retailers. And this is really driven by the cost of living pressures. But if we have a look at particular stocks today, we saw Silver Lake Resources. So They released an update about their Sugar Zone site, which is their underground mine in Canada. Last week, they told markets that the mine was evacuated at the request of local police due to a threat of nearby forest fires. So it meant operations were suspended. 
And while the site wasn't damaged, there's been ongoing power supply issues since then. Today, they told investors that the fire is still not under control and the site access is restricted to only essential stuff. They've arranged for backup diesel power generation, but activities still remain suspended and they don't expect to recommence until the 19th of June, so another week and a half roughly. But despite all of this, Silver Lake reassured shareholders that gold sales won't be affected, keeping its forecast intact, but we still saw its shares falling around 4% today. And we heard from building products maker Boral, which dropped about 6% today. So came out with an update. It said that it's noticed a considerable slowdown in residential construction and reckons that there's probably going to be higher costs continuing next year. So they sell things like cement and gravel and, you know, its success is closely tied to the property market. So if rates are rising, if there are fewer properties being built, if people aren't renovating their homes as much, that can certainly directly impact the shares. So Yes, it said costs are rising, but it reckons that it's probably going to pass those costs on to customers by raising prices on their products. We also heard from Air New Zealand today. They released an announcement in the morning with an update on their earnings guidance. So they actually gave a nice boost to their previous guidance. It's only been just over a month since they provided an earnings forecast in the range of $510 to $560 million dollars. Today, they've upped it to no less than $580 million. And this is because the airline has seen stronger demand than usual for this time of year. And also jet fuel prices have dropped. So it's not paying as much to fuel its planes, which means lower costs for the business. And we saw its shares lift around 1.5%. It did say, though, that it's mindful that there are uncertainties going into 2024 because there is much more capacity hitting markets. And of course, If there are recessions around the world, that's going to make things more difficult and and people are probably not going to travel as much. So it's something to to keep in mind. Exactly right. And it expects ticket prices to moderate from the current levels due to that increased supply. Yep. And Polynovo, which we spoke about yesterday, it surged after record sales over in the United States, down 6% today, so back down to earth. And also tech company Altium was down about 5%. It announced changes to its board, including search for a new chairperson. Infratel, the New Zealand-based infrastructure investment company, they resumed trading this morning after announcing the completion of their 750 million New Zealand dollar placement. We saw its shares fall 2.5%, which isn't unusual when a company completes placement. And Zip, they went into a trading halt this morning pending an announcement on capital raising and liability management. The liability management announcement was made. So basically they're trying to strengthen their balance sheet, they want to reduce their net debt by $192 million. So an interesting day for markets. We didn't get maybe as much interesting news as we've had in in recent sessions because we're at that point of the week now where a lot of the meaty stuff, the really cool stuff that moves markets is now behind us, but there still will be some things to watch tonight. Well, tonight in the US, we'll have initial jobless claims. We've also got an update on economic growth in Europe, which will get some attention. The interesting thing about initial jobless claims, basically this is like unemployment benefits. So people actually claiming jobless benefits for the first time. So why that's important is because this is considered to be forward-looking. It can give us an idea of what the jobs market might look like a number of months down the track. Rather than when we look at, you know, the official job numbers, when we get unemployment and the like, that tends to be quite backward looking. So it's telling us how things were, you know, a couple of months back. And there's not 
much happening in Australia tomorrow in terms of economic data. We do have lab testing specialist ALS Limited trading ex-dividend, so they'll pay 19.4 cents to eligible shareholders in a dividend on the 6th of July. And then looking ahead to tomorrow, China's inflation data. Yeah, exactly. So we've got inflation data at around 11.30 a.m. Sydney time. This is for the month of May. One of those countries that's not really experiencing an inflation problem. So it's unlikely to have a huge impact on markets. I actually had a look. It's actually been decreasing each month that Mm. they released this data. And in April, it was 0.7 of a percent. So very different to what we're experiencing here and, and across the globe. Yeah, plenty of supply and they're not getting the same type of demand that we're getting here. And also on the topic of dividends, New Farm will be paying a dividend, five cents per share. So that's one to watch, mainly if you own New Farm, because otherwise it makes no difference to your life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that about wraps it up for today. So as Stevie mentioned, not too much happening at the tail end of this week, but don't worry, there's plenty happening next week, which we'll get into tomorrow. Exactly. And for our market to finish higher this week, we would need to lift (laughs) by at least... 0.64% 0.64% tomorrow, which is always a possibility. Yeah, it's not that much. We'll wait so and see what happens tonight. As long as we do pretty well in the US tonight, we might be able to do it as well here tomorrow. And make sure you tune in to our colleagues tomorrow morning. It'll be either Tom and Ryan or Tom and Craig who spoke uh, this morning. A nice switch up. And you'll hear from us tomorrow evening. Lovely chatting with you guys. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.